Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Lost Lake Creamery, located in downtown Mound, near the Harbor District. If you're out biking on the Loose Line Trail, make your way out to the Lost Lake Creamery. If you're on your boat, head to Cook's Bay. On the north end, there's a Lost Lake Channel. Follow it to Ice Cream Land. The Lost Lake Creamery will be opening soon. Hours 2 to 9, Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sunday, noon to 9. Located at 5575 Shoreline Drive in Mount, Minnesota. Check it out. Welcome back, everyone, to the DK Project, coming to you from the almost completed new studio. This has been an echoey mess that's finally getting wrapped up, so you're welcome. No, <laughs> nobody's happier than I am, because cutting out echo shit is not easy to do. And we've got a special guest with us today, zooming in all the way from North Carolina via the <laughs> Long Island. We've got Harrison Barron. Owner, hey, what's operator, up, guru of growth generators. Now, this is a <laughs> secret that I've been holding under my belt. I didn't want everyone to know. Because honestly, if you don't know about SEO, you don't know about a good website, you're wasting your time. So we've got Baron zooming in today. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. How you doing? We're doing well. Like I said, we just finally got this damn studio put together. And, uh, Dude, it looks good. She's looks dialed. Good. I'm jealous. She's dialed. I'm not ready to pr- put out a video yet of it, but damn, I'm close. I uh, I got a couple little pieces, but I, we should not have the echo. I was recording for the last uh, month in my ice cream store, so we had a real bad echo problem, which, mm. you know, and I, I you do a podcast. He does the Brutally Honest sure. podcast, so you're well aware of the finite noises that the host and the producer hear that maybe the yes. average bear in their car doesn't hear. So, you know, we'll, you'll be listening to it and you're like, Oh God, you hear that? And, and you know, the average person's like, I didn't hear nothing. We're just rolling. So it's, it's, it's probably just being overly particular, but it is, it drives it is. me freaking it, I crazy. I was the same man. way. And, I was and, the same way. It, it, but, it, but it's kind of a, it's kind of a, 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 a nice you know, time saver when you have no echo and you got clean audio, which I'm hoping we're going to end up with here. So if not, then fuck it. I'm going to burn the whole place down and we'll start over. Love Just it. kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was, I was all in for burning it down. <laughs> My insurance guy listens. He's having a shit fit right now. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, so tell us a little bit about growth generators. It, it, it <laughs> formally Baron Media, is that what it was for? Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. All right. So you guys are doing SEO. You're building sites. You're helping companies out. We talked a little bit before we got on the air, and uh, these guys are helping out the the little folks and the big folks. He was telling me about one company that he worked with that uh, actually got too busy and had to hit the pause button, which if you're a marketing guy, I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, uh, shit. It's like... It's like a, it's like a wet dream, right? Like it's, it's the best worst news because like you want to continue making money as the marketer, but like the fact that they're so busy that they can't handle the the volume of customers you're bringing in is the best news ever. So it's, well, it's, it's good and bad, but you almost have to, you almost have to have a division of your company that, uh, you know, this is stage two, because now that you're kicking ass, 
We need to grow so that we can accommodate because I have some other businesses. And, and one thing that I know in, in my, my real estate appraising business is that you cannot bring on new clients if you can't service them. So if you're not willing to grow, then you got a real problem and that, you know, but, but maybe that's where you step in and go, Hey, I'm going to call your competitors or people in other States that do the same thing and tell them how I blew your business up because you know, you're not rolling with the punches, man. You got to grow so we can keep going. But what a, yeah. what a, what a badge of honor to have as a marketing company that, Hey, we got, we got you so busy. You had to hit pause. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's, it's, it's a, it's a really good feeling. It, it sucks at the end of the day, losing a customer. And look, I, I know that they're going to call us back in, in a, in a couple months, but like when we're working with clients, we really try to see like, Hey, what are your goals? Like, what do you actually care about? Because if, if you don't care about growing, then we probably are not a good fit for you. Right. Yeah. If you want short-term stimulus, then, you know, call grandpa Joe, right. He, he gives out stimmy checks, but like <laughs> for everybody else, you know, and hopefully those we're, we're really checks are going to end. <laughs> you like that, right? That little, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, uh, I totally, you know, I totally you agree. Want, you want to get busy or you want to grow your business. We, we love working with companies that are like, Hey, you know, grow us. But you know, I tell everybody, I'm like the worst time to call any marketing company is when you're starving for business. Yeah. Because then it's too late. you're so desperate. You're watching every dollar. You're watching every move they make. And it actually makes their job a lot harder because then you start to micromanage them. Uh, flip side of things, when, you're, when your business is really good or it's in, in the peak part of your business, that's the best time to hire a marketer. So that way they can continuously keep you busy through the, the, the slow parts, which is you know inevitable in every industry. I totally agree. I, I think, and I, it's funny because um, I've got a, I've got a, a friend who owns a business and he pays through the teeth for his SEO and his, his uh, social media campaigns and, and, and all of that kind of thing. And it could be a very costly venture to where if people are micromanaging it and not seeing immediate results, you know, that's a tough relationship to, to continue because uh, you know, just like anything, people think if you, if you mix the ingredients and you put it in the oven, you're going to get a cake, you know, where, where SEO and, and, and social media presence and, and that stuff can take a little time. I mean, it's like yeah. rolling a snowball. You got to go and go and eventually it takes off. Now, obviously there's certain worlds that are going to hit hard and hit fast. Then there's other ones that are going to be a lot slower because if you're in a business that has a lot of competition, then you got to put your best foot forward. And, and this is, this is the modern day brick and mortar. I mean, really nobody has a retail store anymore. They, they go online. And if your online presence isn't blowing people away, you're, eh, you're dead in the water. Yeah. Then, then you might as well start a new business. Actually, it was funny. Cause I live in a little town that, uh, I don't even know, maybe 10,000 people. And, uh, we've got one restaurant that's nice. Then we got like a pizza thing. That's kind of shabby. Cause it's, you know, poorly managed, but then we got a, 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 we got two Asian places. One of them. I don't like the other one. I do like. And I just found out that we're getting a third Asian restaurant. And I'm like, on one hand, I'm like, God, do we really need that? But on the other hand, it's like, God, it's nice to see a business putting some sure. brick and mortar, you know, putting putting some time in and doing a build out. You don't we, see that uh, anymore, especially <laughs> with had, the COVID. Our, so I, I lived in a small town of, of Bayport on Long Island, and this is totally unrelated to marketing, but this is just, it's so because it goes along with that. Um Super small population, right? Uh, probably, probably a handful more people than than ten thousand. I don't actually know the demographics and how many people live there, but all in all, I mean, the, the town was probably two to three square miles. I mean, it's it's a pretty small yeah, town. Yeah, that's small. Um, 
But like it's Long Island. It's it's more dense than most of your rural it's rural Long areas. Island. You I think at one point I want to say there was six or seven pizza places in that <laughs> in that period. And like the funny part is like no pizza place was even remotely the same. Like you had like your Sicilian, you had your plain pizza place, you had your specialty pizza place, you had the hey, this is great once a month place. You, you know, it really? was just it was so funny that like with it within this little area with six or seven pizza places, you're like you could literally eat you could you could walk to every single one of them in 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 30 minutes and pass them all well but you talking density is you know you got probably a lot more you know but damn that makes me mad because we got like one pizza place they opened a new one because there's a couple in new york man we got pizza everywhere man i was that we got we're in new york we got pizza everywhere yeah well you got to deal with some other crap too though (laughs) i uh (laughs) <laughs> I, we, we, we live in a lake community, so there's, you know, t- towns throughout the lake where they're, you know, there's another pizza place. They just opened up and I ordered a pizza. I'm like, yes, deep dish, whatever. And it showed up and I'm like, what is that? Is that a personal pan pizza? Like, is that little? Sure. You know, and then I ordered a salad thinking I'm feeding the family and I'm like, you guys got to get your own shit. This is all me, baby. Yeah. And it was like so I, just, I just looked it up really quick. 8,300 people there approximately. And, and you had how many? We had like six or seven pizza places at one point. Oh my gosh! See, we're we're gonna get to six or seven Asian joints, and and, and we don't even have a strong. <laughs> but this place actually, we have a brewery right in in the neighboring town, and uh, this this Asian place does a food truck. So having the brewery with a new food truck every day gives us like four new restaurants a week because well, there's oh, a rotation. Cool. You know, but so this one's they do such a business at the brewery. They're like, we're going to open brick and mortar here. We're, we're going all in. Love it. My daughter is on their mailing list. That's how I found all this out. <laughs> my daughter is such a fan of this hibachi Asian crap. So anyway, That's that'll funny. So that'll that'll increase the heart attack rates in my area with that <laughs> sweet shit coming in. So tell me about uh, Long Island, man. God, that's a different world. I'm telling you. Yeah, I. I um. You know, early on in my career, I worked with these, I was working as a realtor for real estate investors and I hooked okay. on to these real estate investors from New York and, and they would buy shit without even seeing it. They'd be like, go find us what, I, and this was 20 years ago when, when real estate was still somewhat realistic, but not blown up yet. And, uh, the one guy's name was Gianni. I remember it. And I'm like, that's so, that's so New York. That is so New York, Staten Island. <laughs> Hell yeah. It hurts. And I ended up, I was taking my, uh, my now soon to be third. Oh, there you go. It's 14 years. My, my thir- soon to be 30 year old who turned 16. I'm like, dude, I'm taking you to New York for your 16th birthday. And the twins, my baseball club happened to be playing there. And these New York guys are like, we'll get you tickets. You know, we'll, we'll get you tickets. They'll be waiting at the gate. I'm like, all right, that's cool. got that thick Italian. Yeah. And, and I'm like, <laughs> so we get in there and they're like, like we have wait staff and shit. Like these are good seats at the old Yankee ballpark. Were they mafia guys? I don't know. I don't know. And then, oh, and then they're like, man. hey, well, well, you guys go to the game. I think it might've been a day game. It was a day game. No, it wasn't. Cause I remember leaving at night. He goes in the next day, we'll get together. I got a boat. We'll go out on the boat, and I'm like, "Oh man, I don't know about this shit." Like, go, go to. That's where the mob kills people. Time to talk a little tech. Something you may not be familiar with, but need to be. ExpressVPN. Did you know that sending unencrypted data is like sending a postcard through the mail? Everyone can see it. ExpressVPN protects you from hackers who try to steal your private information. ExpressVPN also 
gives you unrestricted access to all parts of the internet. This especially applies to those of us here in Minnesota, where Fox Sports North has decided not to work with anyone so you can't get your favorite games on your TV. ExpressVPN allows you to reroute your connection to a server in a country of your choice, making geo restrictions a thing of the past. ExpressVPN is offering my listeners three extra months when you sign up for a 12-month package. Go to ExpressVPN forward slash the DK Project and click on the limited time offer for DK Project listeners. Start watching all the programming you want and unleashing stuff you didn't even know was out there. Netflix in other countries, Spotify in other countries, prices are different, what they're showing is different. Check it out, ExpressVPN forward slash the DK Project. Special thanks to the good folks at Grady Restoration. If you're in need of some insurance restoration work, not sure if you have any hail damage, storm damage, wind damage, give them a call. 952-472-1570 or look them up on the web at GradyRestoration.com. Long Island's wild, man. Like, it, it's just, you got you got so much stuff. Like, you, you got like, you got Bayport, right? Like, Bayport's super tiny town. You know, there are still 8,000 people in there. It's, it's way more, you know dense but like you know long and and i'm and i'm i like new york i don't you know i i love new york where it's going right now i don't particularly love but look that's neither here nor there but like it's so crazy because like if you're like hey i want to go to china you could just drive 45 minutes and you're on an international plane going to china like if you wanted to go to europe like that's the wildest part like there's true you have two you have three major airports within about an hour and a half of most of long island right you have newark jfk laguardia then you have your local uh airports on the island so you have islip you have republic but that's not really public that's more of like a private airport and then like you have your you have aerodromes airstrips all over the place and then you have like the hamptons like you can go from like poverty to filthy rich in 30 minutes or less yeah, you got it all, man. And and you got a good uh, avenue to bring in, let's say, pandemic-level viruses if you have to. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we have great ports of entry for bringing in everything we, you don't want in the country. Yeah, it's exactly. Just, it's, it's there. With the good comes the bad. Yes. I, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know that I've been to actual Long Island. Like, if I, if I had to have it drawn out to me, does that seem like something? I've, I've been to Manhattan. And I've been to—that's Long Island, right there. Well, I was going to say that looked like Long Island. Yeah, yeah, Long Island, maybe. I thought it was a picture of, but it's Long Island. I thought it was a picture of a like a fish of some sort. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, my 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 brother-in-law used to—he went to school at UConn, so he lived in Connecticut. Sure. And and I went to visit him, and I think I just told the story actually on the show, but I went to visit him, and you know we were young kids from this small town in Minnesota, and he's like, "Oh man, we'll go into New York, but." Don't look at people. Cover your watch. Don't, you know, we'll go on the subway. Oh, that's still a thing for and sure. And I'm just like, fuck. I had, nah. Pickpockets were real, dude. Nah. I never if had you go to the wrong to areas. It's, it's like, but but the craziest part is it's like, that's Long Island. Like, you could go, well, I shouldn't say Long Island. Long Island, for the most part, is, I would say, considered pretty much very safe and, you know, depending on how far, you know, the further you get away from the city. But, like, I feel like Long Island jam, like, Long Island is, like, the biggest let's cram 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag because you have you like just going for and anything north of new york city by the way from for long islanders is upstate new york you could be four miles outside of new york city you're you're in upstate right how How far is it to get to the hamptons per se from from manhattan 
uh, hour and a half. Oh wow, two hours maybe. Okay. Um, you know, depending on how fast you drive, and you know, if you're in the HOV and all that kind of stuff. But like, it's crazy because it goes from like you have you have obviously New York City, then you have Queens, right? You have Queens, all that kind of good stuff in there, and we just consider Brooklyn and all that. That's Queens if you you're from Long Island, okay. and then from there you go to Nassau County, right? Nobody even cared about Nassau County until Wolf of Wall Street was made. Right. That's where he, you know, the Gold Coast and all that kind of stuff and Gatsby and all that jazz. And then you go into like Suffolk County. And the funny part is like any, if you talk to people in Nassau County who don't really travel all that much into Suffolk County, they think that, you know, we ride horses. That's like, they, (laughs) they, they, they they like thought that we like just turned it back to third world country level, which I thought was comical. (laughs) And then, but then you have like where I live, right? So obviously it's an island. There's water on both sides. You have the South Shore where I lived, which was beautiful beaches. Then you had the rich, snobby, um, douchey people on the North Shore who thought that rock beaches and a cliff going down was the greatest thing since sliced bread, which made no sense to me, but teach their own. <laughs> and then you go into, and then you go to farmland. Like you go to straight farmland. And, really? and then. Yeah, on yeah, in, in, in on Long Island, you go to farmland. It's wild. It's just like it's like all of a sudden you start seeing towns less frequently, and then you get into farmland, and then you get into vineyard territory. It's like this. It's it's all laid how, out. How it's big like is it? Seventy-seven miles, I oh, think. All right. Wow, that's crazy no, it's, though. It's, have- it's bigger than that. I think it's a hundred and something miles, but it's 70, 70 miles to Montauk from my house. Okay, so now, oops. Uh, very, very uh, familiar with Montauk from Billy Joel songs. Yes, is that is that just a port or like a, a what is Montauk? No, it's just like the tip of the island. That's it's it. like it's like what it's like. Um, what's the thing in in Florida that everybody cares about? All the way at the bottom, uh, Key West. Key West. Key, it's it's like the Key West of Long Island. So really? like, but then you go to farmland, right? And then you go to vineyards, and then you go to like the working middle class who's working for the super wealthy which is the next couple towns over so then you go into like the hamptons and then you go to aquabog and and then you go back to like summer long island south shore vibes in montauk and that's like that's all of long island like right there that's how it's all laid out So montauk is on the end of the hamptons right yeah it's it's literally as far out as you can go this walk through long island is brought to you by (laughs) Come on. Yeah. That's so like, it's 118 miles long. I'm freaking going. I'm going. It's, it's got everything. I mean, it, it literally wife. has everything. It's But it's it's just jam-packed and, like, driving and moving. It, it makes no sense to me, personally. Like, now that I live in North Carolina, it's, like, way more free. There's way more space. But you have everything there. So so I've, I've been to, you know, I've taken the wife to New York, Manhattan for Christmas and all that kind of shit. Sure. All she ever brings up about New York is eating the pretzels and shit on the corner from the from uh, the food cart yeah, guys. Creepy old men selling pretzels. Ooh, that ain't right. But now I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna go. I want to go see all this shit. Is that like a weekend <laughs> trip? Come on now. Nah. More you need that? like a solid week. And here's the thing. A week. Yeah, you need a you need a I solid week. If you really want to experience Long Island, you need like a solid you really need like realistically like two weeks and and the reason why is because one day is not enough in new york city you probably need two or three days in new york city then you i'm gonna skip might want to spend some time in nassau 
Suffolk, right? We have Fire Island. It's the best. Definitely spend two or three days there, right? You're going to want to go out to wine country. That's another day or two, <sighs> right? You're, we have Blue Point Brewery and a, mon- a bunch of other like super big name breweries. And then you might want to go hang out in the Hamptons of Montauk. Like Hamptons might be one or two days. Montauk might be three or four days. For more You're information, at, like, check out two weeks. Long Island Tourism. Brought yeah. to you by. That's and where best. everything's extremely overpriced, highly taxed, and the roads are filled with craters. Hey, I just went to... The Dominican, or no, I went to Costa Rica, and uh, it was all inclusive, all that kind of shit. So I really didn't spend any money all week. And uh, we're getting ready to leave, and we go to the little airport, and the the tour guide, who we had like our own tour lady, because there's no nobody's there. So we have our own tour lady, and we're going to the airport to come home, and she's like, you guys need anything? Because once you get to the airport, everything's expensive. I'm like, ah, well, whatever. You're expensive, and my expensive are probably different things, but... We go to the restaurant at the airport because you got to be there three hours in advance. Of course. And the wife and I split a panini with fries. My daughter had onion rings and my son had macaroni and cheese. And we said water. So they brought us four bottles of water. 85 bucks. Oh, yeah. 23% tax. Yep. I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah, that wasn't on the sign. I would yeah. have taken some rusty Airports old are expensive, man. They got you. Where are you going to go? Yeah, right. They got, Yeah, totally. You can't call Domino's. Domino's ain't coming in nope, there. Nope, no way. And that's why, That's why. like, uh, well, we went up to uh, Maine and uh, what is that out there by Martha's Vineyard and that kind of shit. And that wasn't horrible. I mean, it was pricey, but it, none of it gave me a heart attack. So I'm going to check it out. I always want to go check out the Hamptons and then Montauk, obviously, thanks to Billy Joel. Um, it's dude it's nice it's just so how do you you end up in north carolina what happened how do you end up in north carolina uh affordable living it's actually funny now so i've I've lived here since november right and i went back the last time i went back i think was in january or february i don't actually even remember and i've started to get used to and i work from home like it's i mean i stay home all day i hang out with my dogs all day it's the best but like I have space here. Like there's a lot of space. Yeah. And I, last time I went home, I, dr- I, dr- I drive a lot of the time. Uh, I just, I like driving and also I can listen to podcasts and books and all that good stuff. Um, so, so last time I went home, I, I was, you start getting into Jersey, you know, going South North and everything's like stacked on top of each other. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm like getting kind of claustrophobic. And then you're like in New York city, like there's nothing tall around here. Like, yeah, we have a city, the city, the Charlotte has like four skyscrapers. It's a joke. Yeah. But, uh, and, and there's parking everywhere. Like, and you don't have to worry about like somebody taking a door off your car or anything like that. And like the roads are well paved and <laughs> people actually care. And like, I mean, there's a whole slew of things that I love around here, but it's like, I got into New York city and I like, and for the first time in my life, cause I used to drive like a madman on Long Island. I used to be in sales and all that kind of stuff. And I was driving through New York city and I'm like, why is everything so gigantic? Yeah. This is insane. And I'm like, everything's on top of each other. I'm like, oh my God, this isn't, I can't believe I'd li- like, I felt stressed just being there. And like now, like I'm home and I'm like, I walk my dogs outside and I'm like, <gasps> exactly. Yeah. Space. That, how was the, uh, how was the North Carolina winter? Oh my God. It's, <laughs> great really great from i mean i know that you're what minnesota yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's probably way better than it's light years ahead of minnesota but like on long island it's like hit or miss between the the constant and maybe you guys are lucky with it being staying frozen all the time i don't know minnesota weather all that well um cold yeah Cloudy. But Long Island gets cold and hot so it'll vary like long island's in the sweet spot of like 
20 degree weather to 40 degree weather all winter long. So that gives ice plenty of freeze thaw, you know, freeze thaw cycles, which desecrate the roads. On top of that, the amount of money that you know homeowners spend on taxes and things like that. The average home on Long Island is like ten thousand to fifteen thousand minimum for for property taxes. Wow. Um, yeah, wow. that's like the bottom. And you know the roads are garbage. They're they're you know the paving. I mean not the paving. Well, the paving could always be better, but the plowing could always be better. There's never enough salt on the roads. And even when there is enough salt on the roads, they're dropping rocks and things like that. Like you're going through windshields. Do you do my one buddy went through six tires in the winter. Jesus. Do you do uh do you does North Carolina get like that Colorado weather where it's sunny all the time? Oh my god. We we it's 80 degrees here today. Um and the cold we definitely got down in the like we get we get freeze warnings. It's so funny. So like they tell you like, hey, make sure you keep your heat on because your pipes will freeze. Nice. Like, just normal, like you wouldn't you want your apartment to be like somewhat or house to be somewhat warm? But you know, it's it's like it gets cold, but it's never like bone shattering cold. And if it is, it's like two or three o'clock in the morning when it's the coldest. Yeah. And then like during the day, it's like thirty five to like fifty degrees. Sunny. See, that's what I need. Yeah, sunshine, oh, it's beautiful. Man. Short. I was in a hoodie, shorts, and flip flops all winter long, and it was great. Nice. Never going back. All right, we need to talk a little bit about growth generators here. Enough about the weather controversy i uh you guys I, i'm checking out your site it uh it 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 used to be now now have you transitioned everybody over from the old site to the new site like like because so, oh no we're still in like the so yes and no so we're still in the rebranding process um which which is taking a little longer than i'd like but it's it's a lot so um being that we're in technology and stuff like that we have a lot of software still attached to our old emails which is a pain in the butt right um but for the most part now, all of our clients know that we are now growth generators, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely, you know, that's that's always super nice to have and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, we, you know, I, I thought about it for a couple of different reasons. One, I mean, it's it's a way more friendly sounding name, right? Growth generators. What do we do? We generate growth for your business. I mean, like, that's, right. I mean, that's it. I Instead can't of, believe that was available. You know, yeah. With Barrow Media Group, it was cool because people like knew who I was, but it was like, well, what is media? What kind of media is it? video media photo media is it ads is it seo is it websites is you know there's social media like there's there's there was it was way too vague um so and, and growth generator is still a little vague but it was like and at the end of the day like i think about things you know just the way i think about like my client stuff what does growth and success look like in you know three four five ten twenty years from now so for me it was hey do I plan on selling the company anytime soon? No, I don't plan on selling the company for at least 10 or 20 years. But when I do, I don't want to have to be like, oh, well, my name's in the company. Now what? Yeah, right. Better jump on it now than then. Yeah, that's totally true. What What would you say is your sweet spot? Like, like obviously, uh, you know, uh, you go to the website and you're seeing web and, and development and design, but where do you find that you get the best results and, and why growth generators? Why... What separates you from everybody else? What makes you guys the go-to? Um, is it is it you know? Yeah, man. So there, I, I would say it's like a it's it's a perfect symphony of of a couple different things, and those things would be uh, website design. We t- we take a lot of pride in our website design, but unlike most website design agencies, we don't get too carried away in it. And the reason why is because a lot of times, if anybody's actually really gone on websites you'll see a $20,000 or $30,000 website. And I've seen these websites and they are literally works of art. 
But here's the problem. You lose. I, I went on a, a bunch of these because obviously I look at competitors and things like that, and they're charging, you know, what does a $10,000 website look like? And some of these people are so focused on like how everything works and interacts on the website and all that kind of stuff that I couldn't actually figure out what the company did. <laughs> so as a customer, right, how on earth are they? I'm actively looking to go find these companies, right? As a customer, how is that customer going to find out what that company does? Right. So we, we try to balance a, a nice combination of, of website design versus a user experience. Can the user get to where they want to go in two or three clicks or less, right? That's really the goal, right? Is there a call to action every reasonable amount of length in the website? Yes or no, right? Like what is really, and, and we look at it from like, what is the company's, you know, company's goals? Is it just to drive traffic to their website? Great. Is it to get new customers? Okay, then we got to take a really analytical approach where, are we giving customers the option to buy, but we're not forcing sales down their throat? And I think that's really kind of where we, we thrive in, where we make really nice looking websites with the ability to, or I shouldn't even say the ability. I mean, we prove this all the time, but to, to have customers visit your website and actually convert into either at least an email address or potentially a customer right off the bat. Right. And, you know, and then once we have that, then it's like, okay, great. Now that we've found harmony in all of this, right? We have, we have a beautiful looking website that that can convert customers. Customers can figure out like what you do, how you do it, maybe some knowledge on your company and all that kind of stuff. And then we take it and say, hey, let's get you to grow to where you want to be. So great example, worked with, you know, and really our target market is is technology forward businesses sp specifically. And, and I'm not really limited to because I really love working in a lot of different industries. Uh, IT and, and managed service providing companies, but we we worked with the local landscaper, and he was like, "Hey, man, you know, let's start." And we we started working with him in uh, like July of last July, August of last year. And he called me up in February. He's like, "Hey, man, really haven't gotten any leads." I'm like, "Guy, you live on Long Island. Everything's still frozen. Calm down." Right. It thawed. The dude gets I don't know like two to three leads per day, and every single one of these leads is anywhere between you know, two to $400 up to about $20,000 to, you know, if they're redoing a whole backyard and stuff sure, like that. So sure. he's like, he's like, dude, he's like, I, I asked him, like, can you send me pictures of like jobs that you're doing so we could add it to the website? He goes, dude, this is insane. You're never going to believe this. And, and cause I only see what people actually fill out online. I don't see how many people actually call He goes, I did a hundred quotes last week. Wow. Name one business that's doing a hundred proposals a week. Right. That's a s small business. And I was like, he's like, dude, this is a, game changer for my business. Right. And I'm like, wow, that's like, that's yeah. incredible. So, so are you doing S SEO implementation on that kind of thing or, or yeah, uh, man, once you get the site designed, then you're doing back end so that, cause a lot of people don't know that and, and find out the hard way. Um, I myself have a website that was designed by someone who, you know, sold me a package that, Hey, this is going to be, you know, and it looked great. But then I had someone come in and look, um, and this is before I met you guys, and some someone come in and take a look at it, and you can actually go in and look to see how much SEO is on your site. And and if you don't use the right pictures, the right words, the right anything, you just really have a picture book, and it's not generating anything because a lot of people don't understand the back end of of websites and how SEO works. But basically, you know, this is this is generating information on your site to make it seem like you're a current viable industry uh, participant so that Google finds you and thinks, oh, this guy's got a lot of shit going on. This must be a real thing. And then we're going to move him higher rather than Joe Schmo, who doesn't really have anything active, got all this old verbiage on his site, not getting exactly. anywhere. He's going to be moved down. 
So, you know, just having a pretty website is great, but if you want to generate business off of it, you know, you need to bring somebody in like growth generators to, I feel like I'm doing a, a commercial for you here. Uh, uh, <laughs> Appreciate it. You're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep it going. I'm going to use this for the future. <laughs> yeah. Copyright Ricky Bobby Inc. I, um, so, so having the, 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 the bells and whistles, you got to have the back end too. And, and do you find that a lot of people don't understand, uh, you know, that there's more to a website? I mean, you can go anywhere and, you know, Google, you can make a website, but whether it's effective and generating leads for you is a whole nother bag of bolts. How much time and, and like, are, you've got to be educating these people on, on what is needed. And, and once you do get and learn about SEO, which I've, I know a little bit, I don't, I, I don't do it, but I know enough about it that it's not something you want to take on yourself. If you want to have next level presence on the web, right? Yeah. So, so it, it's a lot, right. And, and, you know, when we tell people like what we do, like, Hey, we make content, we go back and revise the content. And usually that content falls in the form of blogs, right? Like, you know, social media is cool, but social media is very instant. And, and really what we're focusing on is, is generating um, business for years to come. And, and also content that's going to work for you for, for 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the next couple of years. Right. And then we'll revamp it, revamp it, revamp it. Um, and then when we actually tell people, it's always funny. Cause when we, when we tell people exactly what we do, they're like, well, I could do that. Of course you could. Yeah. Right. I could tell you how to build a house. Right. Would you trust living in it? Right. You know? Yeah. You need, you need a foundation. You need walls and studs and floors and electrical work and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, you, you could definitely go do it yourself. Right. And, and I usually, it's actually funny because I always encourage people to go do it themselves. And that those are usually the best clients or the clients that have fed up because they've tried it themselves because we're not just doing, we're not just writing a blog. We are running it through several filters. We're going through really kind of custom tailoring that blog for that business and make sure like, Hey, does it deliver value? Yes. Is there a call to action? Yes. Does it have the right verbiage that Google wants to see? That's the key differentiator right there and making sure that, Hey, we have a ton of software and things like that. And I pay, I'm, I spend more money than I'm willing to admit on different softwares that allows us to get the best data possible to make sure that people's websites have a fair, you know, a fair shot at ranking on Google. And then over time, right? Like most of our clients, if you want a magic pill to be successful tomorrow, we're, we're, it's, that's impossible, right? That's ads. Right. But if you want to grow, you know, over the course of the next year or two, or you really want serious growth, we are the best fit because we, we care so much about your business. We, you know, we, we obviously want companies to get bigger and things like that, but that's why we really try to focus on companies that are focused on getting bigger. If they're not focused on getting bigger and they don't really care about it, you know, then, then, then we're not really interested because you're going to fire us sooner than later because right. you're going to get too busy. Right. No. And that's, and that's crucial. And, and, and I, don't, I just don't think people understand the whole idea that uh, making sure your content is current and, and, you know, linking it to other sites and linking it to stories and blogs, like you say, is so crucial. And, and, uh, you know, the web is, I think it's going to stick around, you know, the internet, uh, I think it's going to make it, you know, I, I don't, I just saw somewhere that, uh, Yahoo answers is going away. They're finally throwing in the towel. Oh, thank They've God. They've had enough, which I don't, I, you know, if you're Yahoo right now and you're competing against the Google machine, how do you, the like Google runs everything like, yeah, God, I, God bless. Well, and it's, it's, it's funny. Cause I, um, I've just recently gone over to Google for my email and everything and all that. Cause I, sure. I get so sick of outlook and having to like 
change computers and then you got to like transfer files and whatever. And it's like, you know, with, with all the different computers and all the different iPads and phones and crap, just it's all online. It's right there. Bing, bang, boom. Good to yeah, go. It's, it's, you guys are also working on implementing some type of a, a, a knowledge program to teach this stuff, right? Like you're, yeah, we, we're, we, you know what? Like, I think that's one of the things that not only is a differentiator for us, um, but you know, we, we firmly, so firmly believe in practice what you preach. And, and I think that this kind of, this is definitely one of the key differentiators for us and, and really kind of, you know, for anybody listening, like if you ever want to call somebody out, right. As especially when it's a marketing company, um, ask to see what they do for themselves, right. If they're an, if they're a Facebook ads agency, go online, Google, Facebook ads library, and it will literally show you every ad and just type in that ad agency. And, they, and you can, you can literally see what ads they're running. So if they say that they're a Facebook ads agency and they don't run any ads for themselves, suspicious, mm. Mm. you know, like things like that. So we, we take a ton of, ton of pride in, in the stuff that we do. So we, we have a super active, I, I say we and myself, cause I mean, I separate myself from the company, but it is my company. Um, but we have a we have a growth generators YouTube channel. We teach everything that you're going to want to know as far as like how to build a website, especially if like you're a new business owner or thinking about becoming a business owner. Like go check it out. I mean, it, it's you're going to find really really good information on there. Things that we've tested. Like I'm I'm gonna I will put out a video and be like, this is the worst. I have a video on my own personal channel called "This is the worst uh, website advice I've ever heard from somebody." Right. <laughs> so like I'm all in favor of calling things out, and we have a ton of product. Like that's the best part about what we do too is because we want to make sure that we provide the best information possible and we're doing the best job for our clients. We have a ton of project websites. So, you know, I consider my own personal website, harrisonmarin.com, a, a project website. Like, Hey, it's built on a, uh, a course uh, creation pro, uh, platform called Kajabi, right? Like, is it good for SEO? I don't know. I'm going to go do a course, you know, a, a case study on it, right? Can you actually make money with the platform? What's good about it? What's bad about it? And then I go online and I create a bunch of content about that. Like nice. people need to know about these things. And most of the time it's like, you know, they either don't have the, the production quality that I have. I have a beautiful 4k camera here. I have a nice microphone here. I have my nice, I mean, they're not lit up right now, but I have nice uh, lights behind me and all that kind of stuff. Like I want you to enjoy a pleasurable viewing experience from a industry expert, or, or at least I consider myself an industry expert where, Hey, this is completely neutral ground. I don't care if you buy it or you don't buy it, but at right. least learn about it before you get it. Don't get sucked into like, Oh my God, I need to buy it today. Go do some homework on it. Like we yeah. don't care if you buy or you don't, we don't care if you call us or do you don't call us, but we want to make sure that if you don't hire anybody or you do hire somebody, you're at least getting really good advice and insight based on what you want to do. Well, and I think that's what's mostly overlooked with, you know, today's world of YouTube and, and social media and whatnot. There's a lot of people that fall into areas where they're not experts. They're not as knowledgeable as you would assume them to be. And a lot of people are like, Oh, well, I got a YouTube, you know, did it, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's good that there's real information out there and that it can be, uh, you know, called upon so easily. And you looking up stuff on YouTube is, is simple. So I think it's, I think it's a great, uh, it's a great option. And, and uh, for those of you who are out there looking, um, to do a website or to learn a little bit about what it takes to make an effective website, Check out the growthgenerators.com website or harrisonbaron.com. Um, and you also do a podcast. Yeah, man. Tell me about it. 
Yeah, so uh started on a whim uh, called Brutally Honest Podcast. It's actually my second show. So any uh, if you're a future entrepreneur, trust me, you're going to fail a couple times. Um, so <laughs> that's uh, real advice. That is that is literally the best. <laughs> you know, you're just get ready to fail. Um, not a bad way, but like you need to know, like so, like it's pretty rare that people have a home run on the first shot. Uh, but the first show was called We're Live with Cam and Harry. Now it's you know, and then we closed, we ended that show. He got too busy with life, and now we have uh, the Brutally Honest podcast and i really just I, I i did it for me i wanted to go meet you know people that i really liked i wanted to go meet um you know i wanted to sit down and, and really kind of remove conversations with this little device and you know i'm holding up my cell phone for people that aren't watching right. um but like remove that from from the equation and just sit down and have like a really deep conversation with people so the show is an hour and a half long to about three hours long on Ooh. average yeah it's are a you long serving show snacks no, we would just straight through. We'd be some days we were like hammered leaving the leaving the studio. But it was cool. Like those were some of the best conversations, right? Like oh. my hundredth episode I did with one of my best buddies, this guy John, who who let me stay in his office. Uh if if anybody's curious, go check him out, watchgage.com. Um I have to give him a plug because he's just the best. But he he like let me come in there and, and I and I was at the time I was bartending also because for extra cash and it was super fun. Yeah. And I left the, uh, we had a work party. So I left the work party. I wasn't hammered at the time. And I got to the studio with him and we, you know, I had a couple drinks, you know, normal stuff. Definitely was sober driving, but then we got to the studio and he was, he happened to be there. And I was like, you want to do the hundredth episode with me right now? And he's like, yeah, Oh, walked home that night. That was brutal. Uh, definitely. You know, I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to just go home after the thing. And I saw him at the, the studio. Cause it was in between my, the bar I worked at and my house. So I was nice. like, okay, I'll just swing by. Why not? We did the hundredth episode. At, oh, walked home at it. And it was one of my favorites. And, and I, the reason why I love my podcast is I got to meet some incredible people. Um, business owners, doctors, lawyers, I mean, you name it, like people that most people would never have access to, right? Like one of the, t the top real estate agent on Long Island by volume, 242 houses, I think last year or something like that. Who's that? Absurd, yeah, absurd numbers. Would you say who was it? Yeah. Uh, Brian Carp. Uh, oh, oh. Do you know Brian Carp? You know what? I literally this morning recorded uh, uh, a voiceover for an educational thing talking about real estate people. But I think it was Kobe Carp was the uh, K A R P. Uh, okay. um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting because there's so many people in that New York, Long Island, that area that are, you know, when you look at a, a, a big realtor in my area, they're doing numbers. But when you look at a big realtor in that area, it's like holy shit, they're doing yeah. numbers. So yeah, that's pretty yeah, interesting. I might have I mean, to look for that one. Sick numbers. So I'm a real estate uh, but he geek. would never take a meeting with 99% of people. Like, not that he didn't want to. He was just too busy. Like, yeah. he was. He's up at four o'clock in the morning. He's in bed. He's in bed. Jammies on, under the covers. Phone off. He doesn't even put his phone in the same room. He has a traditional alarm clock. Wakes him up at four o'clock in the morning, and he's in bed by nine o'clock at night. I mean, like, like routine and regiment was this guy, and that's how he sold so many houses. Like, it was just built in his DNA. Damn. And he, like, talk like you want to talk about dedication to what you like to do. He was like, there are, you know, I could do a podcast at 5 a.m. Now, there's no way on God's green earth I'd wake up at 5 a.m. for anybody except this dude. Um, did you do so it? Like that was that, that was the cool part about it. We did a podcast at five o'clock in the morning at the gym, huh? Out there hitting. No, the I would, uh, he, and he's ripped. He's 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 he's, he's of course he is. He played D1 football. I mean. Got it's the just, hot wife. He's got the whole package. He's got everything, man. He's I don't like everything. this guy. He sounds like a dick. 
<laughs> he's, he's and he's the nicest guy oh, ever. Of course. Yeah, but he's just he's so busy. And like that was the crazy part. Like I got access to doctors and lawyers and all these kinds of people that because they knew I had a podcast, and that's really how it like the whole business started was I just had a podcast and people really enjoyed hanging out with me. And yeah, my, I didn't care about how many people listen to my show. It was yeah. all about having let's fun. Just have a good time. Let's build a really good conversation. And now I have like, I don't know, 99% of these people's phone numbers. That's and if awesome. I have an emergency or I have a question or about anything like that, I shoot them a text. I'm like, Hey, what's going on, man? Or like, I'll call them on Thanksgiving and be like, Hey, hope everything's good. You know, a couple of years ago I called, I think I made like a hundred phone calls. Um, between my house commuting to my grandma's house like an hour away wow and i just i called and called and called and called and i think i called like 100 people and i was like hey just want to wish you a happy thanksgiving who does that i call people on their birthdays i'm the only person i know that calls people on their birthdays oh why it's so easy to send a text or an email that's exactly why (laughs) that's exactly why and it's and it's not for business that and and i want people to understand what the hell it's a phone call (laughs) yeah like that that's i that's the way i think about it like i even my clients like if i know their birthday i will call them on their birthday and wish them a happy birthday if i know a monumental thing happens in their life i will call them or email like my buddy just called me before we're building a website for him he had a baby a couple weeks ago called him the day he got home like dude I know it's your birthday. I, I think it was his birthday that day. I'm like, dude, he, I think he brought his baby home on the day of his birthday. It was something like wow. crazy like that. But I, I pulled him up. And I'm like, he's like, hey, what's going on, man? My baby's like, I got to take care of the kid. What's up? And I was like, dude, congratulations on the baby. Happy birthday. He's like, he looked at me like, I know he, he, he was so caught off guard because I just wanted to wish him a happy birthday. Nobody does that anymore. Nobody. Nobody. And like, that's the level of care I have. Like, oh. that's for everything i do it's not just you know i'm not trying to talk myself up but i just think it's crazy that well, if i don't get a call on my birthday this year i'm gonna be pissed off man send me your birthday i'll call you i'll call you every year for the rest of your life on your birthday i'm gonna do it i'm gonna send you my birthday and if i don't get a call boy it's i'm dumping this episode uh, i'm a freak right i i love calling people on their birthday and it's just it <laughs> do you makes... have do you do you have one every day how many do, do, like... no i i probably only have i probably about i probably have about 50 to 100 people that i call okay um, I don't just call everybody. I, I call people that I actually care about. Um, like if, if I not saying, you know, look, if, if there's any existing clients that don't get a phone call on their <laughs> birthday, I probably don't know about it, honestly. Um, but like you, you have to meet, you have to be important to me. So, um, you know, those people get phone calls and that's like, that's idea. realistically how many people that I, you know, and I would make more like I just, there's, there's only so much time in a day and yeah, how right. Much remember, right. But you well, know, we all I, know it's, it's, I love it, man. I, uh, I, I, I got to wrap this thing up, man. We're running long. I, um, I gotta, I, I gotta direct people your way. We gotta, we're gonna, we're gonna have an affiliate program. So if you do go check out growthgenerators.com, make sure you enter the DK project podcast in there somewhere to let, to let them know that we sent you check it out. It's a great Avenue. Where else can they find you? Uh, your website, you're on social media. What do you got? It's actually funny. I don't use social media that much. I used to do a lot. Um, by the way, if anybody comes from the show and mentioned Darren's name, and I will happily give you a juicy discount uh, juicy. because Darren is the man, <laughs> um, you know, for sure. And then look, if you know, shameless plug, if you're an entrepreneur or looking to start your business, go check out my personal website. Uh, I'm going to be doing some cool stuff over there, um, you know, live coaching trainings and all that kind of stuff. But that's, I mean, really the websites and so, and YouTube, you know, Harrison Barron, the money entrepreneur and growth generators are the two, two spots to go to for nice. this. That's awesome, man. Cool. Well, again, your website, uh, for the main company is growthgenerators.com. Check it out and go in there and get yourself a website, get, get a package, get some SEO, get out get there. Get online. 
Yeah, let people know, right? The best place to hide a dead body. Second place, second page of Google. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Because I was just gonna, I was gonna bring that up earlier. Like, have you ever been to the fourth page of Google? Like, why? <laughs> no, no, nobody goes, goes there. <laughs> why would you? So check it out. Thanks again for all the time. HarrisonBaron.com and Growth Generators. We will put a link in the show notes and everybody can check it out. So thanks again, Harrison. You have a great day, man. We'll check in with you down the road. Dude, thanks so much for having me. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.